Coming up in this episode of the KickCast, a projector you can count on, use lasers to help you park in the garage, and we go back to the 80s for a night run. So sit back and relax. It's time for the KickCast. Hey everybody, it is time for another episode of the KickCast, the podcast where we go out and find projects and let you know if you should backtrack or sack them. I'm KT Data, one half of the show, and joining me is the man who is, you know, one house is not good enough for him. He has to upgrade and get a beautiful, brand spanking new house. The one and only Drew Tyler. How are you doing today, my friend? I'm doing good. I'm outgrowing my house. Three little girls and all that crap on the floor. Like, I just need a new place. I give up. Yeah, you're just going to leave the stuff on the floor as you get moved to, to a new house, which is, which is going, going to be amazing. It's like, yeah, just whatever's left over you guys can have. Um, yep. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm, it's a purge move, so we're getting rid of all kinds of things. Ooh, don't get, are you are you, you going to take the piano? That's always the question I ask people. Are you going to take the piano? The piano is for sale. Um, so if anybody we'll wants a baby grand, yeah. If any, oh, it's a baby grand. That's what we want to buy. Oh, so this oh. one is an up, upright Yamaha. Yeah. So if anybody <laughs> wants an upright Yamaha that's in Ogden, Utah, or if you want to pay to ship it wherever. <laughs> <laughs> um, let, I'll give you a good deal. Let, let us know, and you know, you might even have Drew sign it for you if you want. Mm, yeah, like you probably want my wife to sign it since she plays so well. So I don't <laughs> so know. The, but no, that's huge, huge things that we're going to sell. We're selling like all kinds of dressers and beds and headboards and oh, all kinds of things, so we don't have to move them. Like yeah, really, just so yeah, we don't. It's, have to. So, like before we go in, into the show, I got to ask because I've never understood this. So, what is the purpose of a headboard actually? <laughs> to make noise on the wall? I've just always been confused about that. Like, because the frame's a separate thing. You know, I, I guess if you have a four poster bed, that kind of makes Be sense. Right? But I've never understood no, just... why people have headboards because you don't sleep sitting straight up or I've been sleeping wrong my whole entire life. I mean, I'll lean again, against it. If I'm like not ready for bed, I'll sit in bed and lean up against it. But yeah, I could do that on the wall. You got a point. Yeah, and this is always the beautiful part in the show where Rose Kitty is just smacking her head on the on her desk. It's like, why is he so dumb? Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so first of all, if this is your first time watching the show, or if you're one of Drew's students, welcome. Um, um, we always have these kind of chicanery things here because my goal of the show is not only to give you guys awesome projects to back and stuff, but it is to hang out with. I think you know one of the my the people that i love the most in my life you know so hanging out we don't with get enough to each other See, we just know yeah you guys get a semester of him i i want to have a lifelong friendship with drew that i can actually stay in contact with him you know so yeah you get the intense version but i'm the i'm playing the long game years we've been doing this <laughs> um all right so all right uh, so before we jump into our projects we have two quick news stories so drew you remember it was like Three or four episodes ago, we talked about how uh, you caring was taking over Indiegogo's uh, project or you know personal life projects, charitable right, right, yeah. things. Terrible side tip, yeah. So so yeah, um, a week ago, GoFundMe, you caring's competitor and Indiegogo's competitor for kind of those uh, life project um, funding things announced they're buying you caring. <laughs> so. Oh. so it, it's it's turning to become the consolidation of all these like personal fundraising websites now because yeah. now gofundme owns them um you caring and then they also bought crowd rise which they just barely launched 
Um, and then, of course, generosity.com, which was Indiegogo's thing, was absorbed by you caring um, for that. So if you actually have a project on one of those, on you caring, you do have some deadlines that you should probably pay attention to. So first of all, if you have an existing fundraiser on you caring um, that is located in one of the countries that GoFundMe supports, because I don't think GoFundMe supported all the countries that you caring did, um, you can continue to run your project until july 31st 2018 um at 11 59 p.m pacific time after july 31st your fundraiser will no longer be able to accept donations and you will not be able to log into your you can directly please make sure to begin the withdrawal process before this date to ensure there are no issues in receiving your funds um so you may want to do that um and then you'll be able to log into your you caring account to request a withdrawal up uh until june 30th if you wish to save the information from your fundraiser, please log into your account before that time and download any content you have. Um, or that, So that's for existing um, countries that are outside the support area of GoFundMe. Make sure you grab all the stuff. If you are in an area that GoFundMe does support, you, should be able, you have to go create a GoFundMe account, and then you should be able to import all your information over from there. So those are kind of two pieces of information, especially when it comes to you know this more charitable life funding stuff where you're not really making a project get your money out as soon as possible and switch over to gofundme if you're on you caring um so uh i don't i don't know you caring everybody makes fun of me because apparently i can't say caring yeah we are we're mocking you in the chat while you work we're just laughing at you uh but what's uh, funny to but, me is that i mean they, the, the consolidation i guess is not funny but it's a, it's an interesting move to kind of try and own that of all, you know, of all things, yeah, have GoFundMe flip in there and kind of scoop them up. Yeah, so is this like a good or a bad thing that it's all coming into one monolith? Because you know, you, I, I like having that balance of having a little bit. You know, you you have a couple options, so you're not stuck or you're beholden to a platform. Um, this may come from ex- from experience of doing <laughs> live streaming platforms. There's the re- reason why we're around, on Twitch. Right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. But an interesting thought, like monopoly can be a, a, a good thing if it's like in the right hands, I suppose, where it's, you know, they, they're able to accommodate all kinds of people in one place and that helps for growing audience and crowdfundees as well as you know people running them. But I think at the same time, obviously, having choices in, in where you go, like you caring versus GoFundMe, um, can also provide that competition and, and make it affordable. If you are the only place to go, what stops you from raising your fees to ten or twenty percent? Yeah, and, and I feel bad. Yeah, I also feel bad for all the guys who are not in a supported country, where this one get left behind. Yeah, now they have to go find another alternative, which may or may not get bought up by GoFundMe again <laughs> next time soon. So. Um, and then so yeah, Rose Kitty mentioned, didn't you caring have lower fees? I actually think GoFundMe has the lower fees. Because they actually switched to the model where we're not taking a cut out of any of these projects. Um, when you pledge to them, you actually decide how much we get, so you can actually kick back a little bit to them. Um, or really? they, or they had reduced it to a super low amount um, compared to everybody else. So that's that's an interesting model, and apparently it's working if they have enough money to be buying other companies up. Um, all right. right. So for our next piece of news. This is, again, for project creators and um, things. And iOS people had this option already, but Android finally has it. So, Drew, did you ever use the creator dashboard 
um, that Kickstarter has? Well, you, you obviously did on the website, but did you ever use it on your phone in the apps? Oh, I don't remember using it on my phone, no. So, yeah, so now you actually have the option of actually using the creator dashboard on Android. Um, it's already available on the iOS app, but it you know gives you the options of telling you where your pledge sources are stuff so you can quickly reference it as you're going, your funding progress, all, all that kind of stuff right there. Um, and gives you kind of that backend information that you need to figure out on what your project is. Um, I'm not like, I, I get why they're doing this because I know a lot of people do a lot of their work now on their mobile devices, whereas I'm an ancient dinosaur that needs to be in front of a computer to do most of my stuff. Um, but, but like, are, are you excited that you'll see this? Um, Cause they, they've, I mean, they've, they've also yeah. updated other stuff too um, okay. on their website. So on the site and in the apps, project videos now are in HD. This was actually something that bugged me a little bit that huh. the videos sometimes would not be in HD. So that's 216% more pixels than before. And then they've added adapted streaming. So depending on how fast your internet connection yeah. is, that quality is going to shift. Because I think that's why they had it lower before, because they didn't have the adaptive streaming. So sometimes I'd watch videos, and I'm like, this looks a little too fuzzy. Um, that, that helps. I mean, that's, that's all. Anybody that's streaming anything needs to be able to send that adaptive. It's, a, it's a, obviously a lot of work, I guess, you know, a lot of server space and overhead to make that happen. But like, you, have to ha- you have to be able to give people that the power that they want and the ones that can handle the better speeds, you you got to be able to do that. So probably a good update. I won't notice as much because I don't play on the Android. So yeah, well you already you already saw it on the iOS side, and you probably didn't yep. even notice yep. it. Um, and then so for the videos, if you uploaded it on or after February nineteenth, it'll automatically upgrade to HD. If it was before that, and you want to get the cool, sexy extra pixels, you got to re-upload it to your project. Um. So those are the quick Both news. projects are pretty wrapped, right? I mean, yeah. Projects that would have been February 19th. Yeah. Um, but, you know, you may want to leave stuff for records or something like that um, and that kind of stuff. All right. So it's now, before we go into our main projects, we have our quick kick shouts. Um, and the first one's actually not solicited, but I could not not mention this because it's Sesame Street. So Sesame Street actually has a project to help prevent bullying with Sesame Street's new autism book. So they're actually trying to crowdfund. They're looking for $75,000 to make a book on a, kind of an anti-bullying um, for, for, for people who have autisms. Because you, you've heard about Sesame Street where they actually created a character who has autism. And I can't remember her name right now. Um, yeah, yeah they actually, did it on, on purpose. Yeah, Julia. So Julia is the the... They're not Muppets, right? They're puppet <laughs> puppets, right? yeah. Or no, they're yeah, Sesame Street Muppet with autisms. Um, I didn't want to. I didn't want to Kermit and. Yeah, there's a brand. <laughs> yeah, only animal Kermit and the piggy are Muppets. Yeah, so make sure you guys go check it out. If anything, you should back this project just because it's Sesame Street, and you know they had a big impact for me growing up. I think they've had a big impact for a lot of people growing up and this is legit from the Sesame street workshop guys for a good cause. So check that out. Um, and then our next one is friends of friend of the show fantasy coin LLC. They are back yet again for another Kickstarter. So if you guys are looking for authentic metal coins for your game pieces, your D and D sessions, or just, you know, stuff to have laying around, make sure you go check out fantasy coins, project Omega, as he calls it five new coin sets, 10 returning sets by demand and more bonus bonus loots. 
Um, I love Tim. He totally cares about kind of the production and making these the most high quality coins ever. Like I have a couple of them because he's um, and they are solid. They feel like real currency. So I yeah, they're, they're pretty. They're really pretty. Yeah. So I highly uh, suggest that you guys go check that out. And um, I think he also has the hex coins, which may look similar to some gems that you see in a game that references the term hey listen uh, <laughs> that, that should give me around all the copyright stuff right so yeah i think you yeah, covered it so make sure you guys just look up you can look up fantasy gaming coins project omega or fantasy coin llc all right so now to our projects um of the night um and this first project i drew so i know you're in university so you probably don't use a lot of these anymore um, but you probably you, you probably remember kind of the well. It's been it's been an evolution in the world of schools, right? In terms of displaying slides and stuff for your students. I get I guess it started exactly. out you know started out with the old projector that had the clicky button, right? The the as you hit right. Oh, like the actual like slide. Yeah, first. the slide projectors. Um, and then it, it evolved a little bit to the the my, overhead. Well, my dad. Yeah, I was saying my dad's thesis, his master's thesis, was a a gigantic set of slides in two carousels and we watched them like 20 years later and it was just hilarious to watch that's how we he did the oh, thesis did you, did, you, did you digitize them uh, i don't even know if you still have them i need to ask them that'd be awesome to just digitize them and just see that all locked on but so so that that was kind of like the version one right and before that yeah. you had like posters and crap right is that what uh, they yeah, yeah. did I'm, I'm assuming that's what Stop they board. did back in the day and then it kind of made that jump to the overhead projector which in, in my day i thought that was the coolest thing where the teacher could write and not write backwards either right, and right. it would, it would exactly. show up on the i won't i won't tell you how i pranked one of my spanish teachers with one of those we don't have time for the story about uh, how i taped a firework to the hot hot bulb and waited for it to pop oh my gosh oh my gosh it was pretty great. Wow, carry on. What is this? Project Tyler has a rebellious side I didn't know about. So, <laughs> and then it, it it upgraded to what you you probably see in your your. Well, do you even use projectors? I I don't know. Every day. Um. Every day. But yeah, I I realize that even in my church they use projectors now. PowerPoint. We live in a world of PowerPoint. Um, <laughs> where you get that. So, this first project is called the Count, and it is the world's first smartphone AR projector. So it kind of takes the projector that you had prior to this and combine it with the overhead, the projector you're using now and the overhead projector so you don't have to worry about dry erase markers or wet erase markers. Um, so what this is, is it looks like an overhead you know, projector in terms of that. And what it does is it pairs with your phone and then it can actually display a 720p screen on any surface you want. Um, and then it, ha- it has a built-in micro- uh, speaker and microphone, so it actually answers to um, ele- to Siri and to Google Home. I think um, I don't think it does Amazon's thing. And I'm, you guys are seeing I'm trying to avoid words <laughs> right now, but I don't want to ac- accidentally <laughs> activate. Um, and so it works with your phone. And what I love about it, since it shoots down, this solves a problem that I have sometimes. Is I'm working on a table or something, right? And I'd always like when I I used to like actually record my lectures in class. And the only thing that would suck about that is because I'm looking down, writing a note, and then you have to look back up again and then look back down to write a note. And sometimes you miss something. So you're like, oh, man, I got to go um, 
rewind it to see that section uh, again. So I like this because it shoots down on the on the table. So I could be writing a note and have the screen right next to me um, and not taking up my tablet space or my sheet space and having it go next to me. Or the other thing that they do is they have a cooking app, which is great. So you can project it down on your stove or onto your kitchen countertop. So while you're cutting all the stuff, you can see the video right next to you without having to worry about a screen or anything like that to get in the way. Um, right, or getting messy. Because that's my hardest thing when I'm cooking. I always use my phone for the recipe. And you're like, hand, you know, my hands are dirty. With it. Either yeah, you, fish juice or beef. And you can't touch it. Yeah, you don't you don't want to worry about that. And the other nice thing about this is since it pairs with your phone, it actually uses your phone camera to detect where your hands and stuff are. So you can actually interact with the video too without using a special controller and stuff. So you can see like this one, they have a card game where they're putting down cards and the phone will recognize what it is and show that on screen as it's interactive. So they do a big push of making like they have all these apps for kids and stuff um, where there's like the animal match game. Um, They have this uh, I don't know how to say that, but it teaches you English. Um, for for that and this this is my favorite one like right here is how many times have your kids drawn something on your ipad and you're like man i wish i could have printed it out or you know you, you miss those hand-drawn things you could do that so project it on top of a piece of paper giving them the crayons and they could you know draw it, draw it out or if they want to just trace something this is a perfect way of using that um and of course you can use it for calls and stuff and the nice thing about the head is it's fully adjustable, so you can show it on any surface you want. You want to show it on the ceiling, you want to show it anywhere. Oh, okay. So you I can was you can, ask about that because it was all showing on the on, you know on the yeah countertop, but you can push it across the room onto a wall. Yeah, onto a wall like a traditional one. And I love this one right here. There's an interactive storybook, so they give you a physical storybook, and then you put, position the projector so it projects to the specific areas, and then you can see this kind of interactive story go along and you know there could be a map and it shows you like a horse going along as you're reading the story and stuff i really i you know i'm 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 a fan of ar i like that actually a little bit more than vr um so like this does a lot of that where it kind of wants to augment you into the game and be part of it and but stay out of the way so um what what do you think about this drew is this something that you think you'd use what's the price point on this i really think i would but i'm curious to be like what (laughs) It all comes together. Like, okay, so um, if you only want the base lamp and the desk lamp, um, so it that comes with the Bluetooth speaker, the microphone, the lamp, and the smartphone holder. That's going to be one hundred seventy nine dollars or two hundred twenty nine. Um, it doesn't have the uh, projector with Ooh. it, so it's just it's just the base that the, the projector hooks onto. If you want the one with the projector. It's going to be $289 or retail at $339. Um, and that comes with a 720p full 1080p projector with brightness control, image flip, mirror toggle switch, all those other stuff, you know, with the stand on it. Um, and then if you want all the apps, it goes up from there. So it's a little pricey. Oh. Um, I would, I feel like this is a fantastic idea. And I love the idea of, of being able to use your smartphone as a projector and, and, Use it. I honestly, kitchen's all I'm thinking about. Be able to put this on the kitchen or shoot it across the room to to the wall and have the recipe there, where I could like, you know, interact or like move it around while I'm you know, needing the recipe. Even just like normal websites, be able to like interact with the AR side. Sounds really really cool, but I feel like it's got to come down to like a 200 range for me to make that happen. This feels like 
Yeah, and this, this is kind of its first generation pro- project. And the the funny thing is, one person that you and I both know um, is cousin Jane, Jane DS. She does she does this thing called Twitching Kitchen, um, where she cooks, mm-hmm. and she actually has mm-hmm. a projector in her kitchen right now, but it's not interactive. So, like, imagine how much nicer it would be for her if she could just set this up, um, and then have right. have it go. You know, she usually has the chat and stuff going, but she could have buttons that she could tap while she's cooking. And it's not taking up any extra space um, in, in her kitchen, which is not that big. Um, so, like that—that's I—I I really like this, and I—I I, I want this to be successful. So, this one's a back for me because I really want this to be successful, so we can iterate on this. You know, make make it a little smaller, lighter, faster, and like even yeah. like do the GoPro thing, have multiple mounts, so you can move it and put it in different spots too, so you don't have to have the base. Um. So yeah, I, I really like this. So is this this one a backtrack or sack for you? I think it attracts me. I think it, it still feels a little steep, but I love the idea and I love the interaction. So I think it's a track for me. I'm going to watch it. Uh, having a brand new kitchen, I tried to talk Stacy into a three thousand dollar fridge today because it had a full Android like operating system in the door. <laughs> I was like, look, it will show you pictures of what's in the. It fridge. will take a picture of what's inside the fridge, tell you what's yes. in there, so you know what you need to go buy yes. when you go to the store. I- well, tried to convince her. She was like, "I get it. It's cool, but I'm not spending big on a fridge." And she she tried like, so. "Why don't I just open the door?" <laughs> <laughs> so, but that's that's what I found. Like, I, I I think it's a really cool idea. It's going to be a track for me. Because it's a little steep. Yeah, and can I convince your, you and your wife to start doing cooking streams? Wouldn't be wouldn't be fantastic. You have room now. And we you, need to and, do more. And since <gasps> it's, since it's a brand new kitchen, you can actually mount the fixtures or the cameras and stuff already. Have a, I, I guess I have a new project because that would be awesome. <laughs> it is such a great kitchen to be able to pop those things up and just have everything set up for for live streaming, and we can cook beautiful things. We're getting a all the it's gourmet. It's like everything we've ever wanted. Yeah, I I I I would totally go up there and help you run it too. So suck it, students. I already called dibs. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So spe- speaking of your house improvements, this actually might be something you may want to put into your house so drew how good are you at parking your car in your garage i am the worst i suck at getting the garage in fact probably three times a week i'll pull into what i think is the spot and i'll turn off the car and get everybody out of the car just to hear the little girls as they're walking around be like dad you're not all the way in yet and so i have to go get back <laughs> and pull it forward all the time so this project that i chose for the second project of the night is called the parka dot now, we've all come up with solutions to get ourselves to stop where we're supposed to stop in the garage. And really, I found that this comes to be like the worst problem when we're trying to park in the garage that's full of things, right? You stack a bunch of stuff up in the front of the garage, and so you just try to pull in as far as you can without bumping whatever's in front of you. Garbage cans, workbenches, um, you name it. Yeah, like my, have- my mom's terrible at it because so our garage is connected and there's a set of stairs because our house is slightly yeah. raised. Yeah. And she parked on the side with the stairs. Many a time I've had to like slide past the front of her car because she's parked way too close to the stairs. And I'm like, I need to get in the house. And I do the same thing where instead of, instead of hitting things up front, I just don't pull in far enough. We have a fridge freezer right up next to our, where the door car is. So if you pull too far, you can't get in the fridge freezer. So I hesitate and I, I don't park it far enough. So you, you've seen all the options. People will put little bumper strips on the floor. So they know when they roll over it, they're safe. You know, I'm in. Or the, you know, 
classic tennis, tennis ball, ball right. which you know when you have people over, it is very classy, right there. <laughs> you have a tennis it's ball. Totally classy. And so uh, I even had grandparents offer to like, I can get you a tennis ball if you want. Like they offered. That's how classy it is. Um, but here is Arkadot. Check this out. This guy, and this is what I think I love about this project, is that he took this idea or this problem, and he said, you know, I'm going to reinvent this. I'm going to figure out a new way to do it. So M.O. Gizmo is his, is his company, and what he's done is created this kind of two-part system where one of them senses, so it points to where your normal garage door sensor is, right? The one that you, if you cross it, the garage door doesn't come up or down. It senses when that is triggered or, I guess, cleared. So as soon as your back tires or your back bumper clears that, um, that spot in the back of the garage, the, it tells the other one, to shoot a little red laser dot at the front window of your car. So wherever you position this, you basically, one receives this kind of like data of like, oh, okay, the sensor or whatever, the, the, the sensor that's already built into your garage just, just showed me you know, that he's clear. So then it triggers the red laser and that shoots through the front of the window of your car and shows up right where you're staring already because it shows up on the glass in front of you. How cool is that? Yeah. So, you park the same place every time. Like, yeah, I, I, I love this because it's using stuff that already exists in your house. You don't have to like, I am, I'm, I'm always skeptical with some of these systems because some of these systems require you to hook it up to the garage door opener and stuff. So it doesn't work with all garage door openers uh, and it becomes, you know, kind of issues with that. Cause I'm like, I, garage door openers are expensive. I don't want to ruin my sensors and stuff. So I, I love how he's used it. He's like, well, what do all these garage doors have in common? They have that little safety sensor that shoots an IR light to the other one. Um, yep. And so I actually run into issues with that sometimes in the morning based on where my house is positioned because the sun also shoots oh. infrared rays. So sometimes it will bombard the other sensor and I can't close my yeah. garage because <laughs> <laughs> it, think, it, it thinks something's in the way when there's not. Um but yeah, so what this does is that one has it detects for that IR signal. So it's almost like the IR signal on the other side of the garage that does the same thing. It's just picking up. Once it sees that, it knows, okay, that's clear. And then we'll shoot a laser out. Um, so I, I like it. It's low profile. So when you have guests yeah. over and stuff, you don't have a tennis ball hanging there. <laughs> you don't even see it because it's on the same railing as everything else. I love that he 3D printed his prototype. Like he had his own little robo printer print these up, and I think that's just a cool way to and tinker. I just I I'm stoked about this. Uh, pretty good, pretty good price point. I think retail he's looking at thirty nine ninety nine, but for the Kickstarter twenty nine ninety nine for one of those parka dots. It just it feels like a really nice and simple solution to a very common problem. Yeah, and um, this is a definite, and, definite back for me. Yeah, and since you're not wiring anything together, you, you're really just screwing it into the wall, or he clips it to the to the, your railing on, on your garage yeah. door too, which I think is like that's smart. Um, and it just uses two AA batteries, which I think last about a year. He uh, said about a year, yeah. based on the the you know, it's got this own like sleep thing that'll just turn itself off when it knows it's not needing to think about it. So, so yeah. Brilliant to me. I think this is definitely a tra- uh, back for me. I like I like how simplified it is, and the price point is right. But it feels like supporting this type of tinkering to me is like what crowdfunding is all about. It's like, yes, you can make this happen in mass production. I'll help you. Yeah. Is, is this going to end up in your new house? I think so. I, think <laughs> so. I, I really like it, and 
you, the, the way it works, you can have two of them and not worry about them interfering with each other because they're on different sides of the garage. Um, yep. So, yep. yeah, this this one's definitely a back to me because, I mean, even the 3D printed one, this looks already pretty clean. Like, yeah. <laughs> he hasn't worked on the injection molding and stuff, and I'm like, that looks actually pretty nice. And you see that in garage, nobody's going to really think twice about that. Um, so that is the Park A dot. Find that on Kickstarter. There's 35 days to go. He's at 4,000 out of 15,000 it needs. So I'm I'm really hoping this one uh, ends up funding. All right. Yeah, so for our last project of the night, this one was one that you guys voted for. Um, and of course, you guys picked the one where I was barely alive for. Um, so... Drew, you were alive in the eighties, right? I was indeed. I was. So I, I saw I, a lot of people are surprised. They're like, "Well, you were born in eighty-eight, right? That's technically in 80s. I'm like, "Let's be honest. I don't I remember too. anything. I was two when it turned ninety, so like, I probably remember more from the nineties than the eighties. Um, Dude, I do. I did like four to fourteen. So yes, I'm an eighties kid. Yeah. So like, I mean, one of the greatest things about the eighties was well, the Transformers. But <laughs> all the crazy like action movies, right? That you had in the eighties. Um, I think Terminator was from there. Um, what, what what am I missing? Kung Fu- Kung Fury wasn't that back then too. Um, Adventures in Babysitting. Yeah. Uh, what was the Jean Claude Van Damme had a bunch. Uh, yeah, he had so many. But like, what I love about him was because they were kind of like that. How do you describe it? Kind of like slightly dark, but over the top kind of action yeah yeah Yeah. oh robocop yeah like those robocop type movies and i always enjoyed them and but the thing is as time goes on you know film styles and everything changed i mean early 2000s it was all about lord of the rings right so masking so what this is great is so you guys voted on this one is it's called a movie called night run and it is in 80s action film so he is a hundred percent not ironically he wants to like he wants he wants to make this video seem like it came out of the eighties, but they're filming it. They're just, they're still, they're filming it right now. So you got, you know, the explosions, all the car chases, man, the car chases and the haircuts and the outfits. Um, and he wants to make a movie about it. So this, so it's the year 1985 and Daniel McCormack was like any other man dreaming of sports cars and a brighter future with his girlfriend, Jennifer. One night, Daniel stops an assault on several civilians by the, the notorious Cano gang who have been overpowering the city of Santa Santa Mira. Unfortunately, Daniel's bravery is short-lived as he's murdered by Johnny, the gang's leader. A year later, on a thunderous October night, Daniel rises from his grave, seeking revenge on the men who took his life, his future, and his dreams. This is Night Run. Like, it does not feel like it is totally a, you know, I can see Don Claude Van Damme coming out and doing this. <laughs> and I just... There was something about it that just took me back. I mean, here you can see some of his CG render art for like the car races and stuff. I'm like, yes, that is that totally hits the feel, um, you know, the tone and, and everything from all these 80s movies, you know, like the dark car scenes. Um, and what what I love about it is that he, he uh, oh, man, look at all this creep shows. I totally forgot about creep show. That was a, I never I never did. Oh, that. that was another good one. Um, but you can see he's already taken shots at this because I think he's tried to cr- crowdfund it before and it didn't fund. Um, I thought it ran. I thought he got some money out of that first round that he picked up like uh, eight thousand or so. Yeah, and, but that, he he only won- previously ran. 
But he, yeah, he ran it previously, but he wanted like twenty eight thousand. So this is an old one, yeah. So he wanted twenty eight thousand dollars, and he only got eighteen thousand dollars. So he's like already like ten, only ten grand short. So I think what he did was somehow maybe he collected money later, um, and now this is kind of just to finish off the movie with what he has. Because if you watch this trailer that he puts, they're already filming stuff in green screen, and they have a lot of the stuff made, um, and now they just need that extra money to get it all going. So like I don't know like did this click to you when you saw the scenes and stuff for this? You're like yeah, it's starting to, like it just feels like it fits in that right era that this is like totally the right genre when you see the scenes and the, and the mock-ups. I feel like it's like any film project like they're they're trying to capture this nostalgia. Um, it's probably gonna it's probably gonna work just fine. I think they're doing it right. Anytime you put like a really like low budget film together like this. Um, you've got to have a passion for it. And that's probably why they're still chasing this after. Oh yeah. So, so, like- so yeah. So what I'm looking right here is, um, with his costs, they actually saved, um, they previously re- raised 8,000 from a previous one. On top of that, they saved another 5,000. So they're at $13,000. They need this last 5,000 so they can get to their $18,000 budget that they're planning on. So they can rent all the equipment and the gear and they're looking to premiere at 2019. Um, so the, the, I was going to say their their timeline looks right because if they're shooting in like November, I think it's October or something, they're going to need multiple months to you know finalize things. It takes a long time to like pull it all together. So they're doing it right. Um, what are they looking for for pledges? I'm curious. What uh, are they asking? For? So they are asking for pledges wise. So you can get a, kind of all the merch stuff, but they do the smart thing, of course. That dollar pledge, I I, I just love it, right? So you can do yeah, the play. yeah. But if you want your name in the credits, that's ten dollars. If you want the digital soundtrack, which is fifteen, um, I wonder if I can get some of the soundtrack on here so to show you. But so you get fifteen, or you want a digital copy of the film for fifteen. Um, somebody let me borrow a DVD the other day, and it took me a long time to figure out what I have that I can actually play that. Twenty dollars was digital film and soundtrack. Um, a DVD for twenty five. A CD, you remember those things? CDs for twenty five if you want the film score. Um, crew T shirt for twenty five. I might do this because I want a crew T shirt. Doing a good job. Or, a good t-shirt. Yeah, if you want a Blu ray thirty five, the vinyl soundtrack for forty. Um, limited edition VHS tape. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I love it! Yeah. Like, yeah. like this is what I love about it is like it's not ironic. He he really like. You can tell he was a fan of all these movies and he wanted to to, to make this. Ooh, if I had fifteen hundred dollars, I would totally do this producer credit. Just so I could say I'll produce a you movie. Um, oh here's a here's a teaser for the trail for the soundtrack. Uh, like doesn't this just take you that back? Sounds right. Yeah. Like I, I, I'm sitting there, I'm like, man, I feel like I should be in like a, you know, a, a Mustang driving around on a dark, rainy street right now with that music going on with my mullet that I would have. <laughs> oh, like, oh, I won't, like, there's everything about this just clicks right for me, and you can tell they really want to make this, so that's why this is a back for me. Um, what do you, what do you think, Drew? Is is this a back track or sack? It's back for me. I feel like they did a great job of just capturing this genre, and that's any type of film student or film you know bus that wants to do that. It takes a lot of a lot of effort to to get the right look and feel, and it comes from more than just 
um, you know, color correcting it the right way. I feel like their shots, their angles, the way they're telling the story, uh, it's just the right zone. So I think if any crew were going to pull it off, these guys sound like they've got it all under, yeah. under wraps. They're doing, if the price is right, like the rate, you know, where they've broken up where money's going, seems a little bit right. But um, I, I think it's a back for me. I like yeah. where they're going. I'm yeah. going to throw a dollar. Yeah, this this is totally back, and they're they're even hoping to pay the cast and crew, um, but at four four thousand dollars, that's not a lot if you think about how many people are in a movie. <laughs> that, you know, that that's actually not a lot to pay an actor. <laughs> in, ter- right, in terms exactly, of exactly, in terms of how many days you're gonna shoot all that. Oh yeah. man, yeah. So I I really like that. So that is a back for me. All right, so now it is time for our sack of the week. And this one comes from the lovely city of Salt Lake City, and it continues our themes about movies. So you and I obviously think a movie based on the 80s is amazing, right? Yeah. yeah. So um, I'm a city boy, so this may not apply to me as much, I guess. Um, How do you feel about a movie about pressure washers? Like You mean like when they... Fire up the like the, the pre, like a pressure washer. Watch? Yeah, yeah, like you know the thing that shoots water like and you, like yeah, yeah, and you need to like clean your deck and you know strip your deck of stuff and you use a pressure this washer. Like, yeah, no, this sounds like a total prank. It's oh, I, I think I think this is a hundred percent a prank. <laughs> oh, please tell me more. Um, but our sag of the week right now is pressure washer the movie. I've got a pressure washer and fifteen years in video production. You want a feature length pressure washer movie? Problem solved. Problem solved. It was fifty thousand dollars to make this. <laughs> Brilliant. And, and, and oh, that is hilarious. Yeah, I'm pretty sure this is a joke. Um, but he's it says, also local. Yeah, he's from yeah. Salt Lake. So, <laughs> so it's, it's like pressure washers are dope. You know the feeling. Wide, even lines, just annihilating years of caked on BS. BS that reminds you that of that girl who never called back. The guy who cheated. The uncertainties of your twenties. I'm still in my twenties. Um, yeah, pressure washer understands. Now imagine that feeling on the big screen, your big screen, running for the length of a feature film. Will you be bored? No, because we're making this all the way. Celebrity appearances. I'm not promising Elijah Wood, but wouldn't that be sick? Witty pressure washer puns and good old fashioned cleaning the f out of ordinary things. Yeah, you'll effing love it. <laughs> this is brilliant. He's going to shoot what he say. We have access to the top line gear, red cinema, helium, 8K, airy lighting, and a full crew of experienced operators. You can't expect it all to come together on a dime. Or we make the better it feels. We want to pressure Ross in Iceland, clean the bricks in the Vatican. <laughs> I take some serious cash. It's brilliant, you guys. I hope they can do it. Yeah, um, I'm pretty sure this is a joke. Um, yeah, it's, but... it's written too well to not be. <laughs> yeah. But I, I had to, fi- I was like, I got to find a way to fit this in. Um, you know, if I had any critiques of it, it doesn't have the dollar level. The lowest level is $500 and it's called wash this. I will rent a pressure washer for an hour to, to the first 10 backers of $500 or more. Feel the joy of cleaning that old driveway. I could get an hour of my own pressure washer. You can buy your own pressure washer for 500 bucks. Oh, but I love it. Um, two hours if you do a thousand. So at least his like remember that one project we had where like three was it it made less yeah, sense to back three. In the back of the lower ones. <laughs> the lower ones. 
Um, Wait, this includes, oh, check it out, that two-hour one, two-hour pressure washer. This includes a professional scriptwriter curating a custom list of taglines to say while you're destroying this rusty gutter. <laughs> I'm in. Pressure washer, the movie. Hasta la washa, baby. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and then I, I love the, if you want $10,000, be the proud owner of a brand new pressure washer, you animal. I want to. I want to back this for ten bucks just to say, "Nice work, Adam. You've done a good thing. A good thing here. It's beautiful. Here's ten bucks. Even though you'll never hit your fifty, and I'll never be charged the ten. I support you." <laughs> yeah, I, I love under the FAQs too. What kind of quality can we expect? You want 4K, even 5K power washing on the highest grade cinema equipment money can buy? Done. You want high frame rate drone shots, 800 FPS? You got it. This project will be the de facto vision of power of power washing experience of excellence. <laughs> That's hilarious. You gotta love it. You gotta love it. <laughs> I love how Rev, Rev's like it's back. Rev's all, it's like it's all about the Dutch angles. <laughs> so if you if you guys don't know what a Dutch angle is, it's that it's what people classify as non standard angles that you would normally film in a video. Like right um, in The Godfather, there's a lot of Dutch angles. That you see cameras just at weird angles that you normally don't see anywhere else. Like, so this is a sack of the week, but it's one of those things I'm like, I kind of want to back this just to see what he would do. Maybe for 10 bucks, maybe he'd give me like a quick 10 second video of said power wash. Yeah, give me a trail. I want a teaser trailer of the pressure washing. (laughs) But yeah, that is Pressure Washer the movie. If you guys want to back this, Check it out on Kickstarter. Pressure washer. The Probably movie. worth your time. Probably worth your time. It's going to be good. Yep. All right. Unfortunately, that is the end of this episode. Um, if you guys have any sacks of the week's projects, or you want to just kick shouts, or if you just want to say hi, shoot us an email, kickcast at ktdata.net, or leave it on our Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash kickcast. Um, oh, I should tell you, on uh, two episodes ago on Double Burst, I totally said the kickcast stuff so oh, you finally reversed it because you're always dropping their stuff yeah. on our show yep so yeah I, I totally did the opposite and i'm like well i can't edit this out because it's live to drive so it's still in there if you guys want to hear it <laughs> and then so um you can also follow us on twitter at kickcast for the show at night 20 with a k for drew and at kt data for myself and of course kickcast.net for all the show notes and good stuff we've just recently upgraded the site to use SSL because Google is yelling at people for not having SSL certificates on their websites. Um, and it oh. may or may not have unsubscribed you if you're not um, on iTunes. So you may want to double check that. <laughs> I apologize for that, but there's not really a way around avoiding that. So check it out. If you haven't been getting the new episodes, Drew, do you got anything to plug before we go? Um, oh, man, when, when, when's, when's the yard sale? <laughs> Yeah, right. It's all going to end up on Facebook and Marketplace and KSL. But we'll, we'll, we'll like live stream the yard sale to see if people want to buy it and, you know, do PayPal Come transfers. Right now and I'll throw in an extra, uh, an extra th- pair of towels. I'll, I'll throw in a kid. Yes. Some days I will. No, I'm, just gonna, I'm, I'm excited. Next time we do our show, actually, next time we do our show, um, yeah, I might, I might be moved in or moving in. So I'll be that close. A brand new home. I never asked. Do you designate a man cave for Drew? No, there's not enough room yet. I have to. I have to finish the basement before I get my own room. 
so I have to share with the girl. So that's that, how big it is. It's that's, unfinished. That's what that's what we got to do. Is so before we do the cooking stream, we'll do a finish the basement stream. Yeah, and then yeah. people can watch. You can watch you and I like struggle helplessly trying to lift a piece of sheetrock because <laughs> neither of us have any body strength whatsoever. That would be hilarious. <laughs> Two people live streaming how to finish the basement. I'm holding it up. Come on. No. <laughs> yeah, you gotta. Can we kickstart that? Give us 50 bucks and just let us walk us two around the <laughs> Two old geeks. <laughs> this, this new house. This new house. This new house. This new house. Yep. How are um, we getting the sheetrock on the ceiling? I don't know. <laughs> this reality show. That's my summer. I'm going to do it. I'm going to make it happen. It's going to be awesome. All right, guys. Thank you so much. Our next episode is going to be, what is it? Is uh, April... 24th ish that might be your mid move for you i don't know it's closing day for sure if not we'd sooner so yeah we'll see if i'm available on that 24th. yeah we'll we'll see because i know i'm headed out of town too at the end of that week so okay, okay. <laughs> um and you know so make sure you guys check that out and in while you're missing us if you live in the u.s don't forget to file your taxes because tax day is the tuesday we're not broadcasting all right, so until then, guys, we'll see you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.